Hi, I'm Fred Stoller. I don't know if you saw me when I was Fred Yerkes on Seinfeld, but Jerry's foot fell asleep. I said, you're lucky. At least you got something to do. Now, now, you have something better to do than your foot falling asleep. There's this really great podcast called Fifty Shades of Boucher. And Bob interviews all these great people that you wouldn't normally hear unless you heard his podcast. So now you have something to do. So do it. Get off the phone. Or maybe you have to do it on the phone. Forget what I said, Dumb and Dumber. Well, that's not nice. Remember when Bobby Boucher showed up at halftime and the Bud Dogs won the Bourbon Bowl, do you? Robert better not get in my face. I'll drop that motherfucker. He's a little bit long-winded. He doesn't translate very well into our generation, and his jokes are terrible. I'm just a man, same as you are. You're not a man, you're a bishop, for God's sakes! There is no God. Wow. You're on the air, sled god! Let me use my Bluetooth. That's fucking stupid. But oh, I... Very lame. I'm sorry about that. That's rude. It's not your fault. It's Zoom's fault. I'm gonna blame them. Right? Hell yeah. Fuck Zoom. The, yeah. Also, by the way, it's a half an hour now. Is all you get. You what? I might have to remake another one with you. It only goes a half an hour. Then they make you start paying for their for their fucking subscription. These assholes. I think they started COVID. <laughs> I think they started COVID to drive profits up, get that stock, get that stock money up, lure everybody into using it all the time to communicate, and then just hopefully they were just become like the new. Oh yeah. Google. They just become the new Google. I'm just kidding. And you have really bad reception, or I do. Um. Um. Let me check. So, uh, where do we want to start then? I guess. No, you're good. Um, I don't really do intros, but I'm gonna say hello, Carly. Nice to nice to finally actually see you, not just space with you. Yeah, it's not just my, like, the side of my head like this, you know? Yeah, 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 for sure. It's always funny, kind of... my head with the tattoo, obviously. Right. I'm always, uh, I never really, like, look into people's profiles too much, so I, like, it's kind of crazy what you, what you, like, you have, like, like, you obviously show, like, what you look like, so, like, you kind of have an idea. It's like otter or something. I always wonder, I always wonder what otter looks like, you know? You know? I know what otter looks like. <laughs> Well, I suppose um, you guys, you guys are all, you guys are all pretty exactly good. Exactly right? what I expected him to look like, except he's like, he's like, he's probably like a half foot taller than I than I would have expected. Oh really? Nope, nope, probably a foot taller because he's like six four or something, I guess. And I'm like, I pictured you being like five six, but I, okay. Now because I have, so we met on Spaces, um, and I want to get into that, but because I have the logo for the podcast. <laughs> 
before I, and when you look when you go to my profile, you see the nerdy white guy with gla- fake glasses drinking a t- you know tall thing of beers. What did you think yeah. I looked like? Just off the top of your head, like if imagining before you're like, fuck this asshole. Who is he? Like, I'm like well, I mean, pretending I've never seen clips of your podcast before. Um, <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. I've seen clips that you posted. So I mean, you. I'm you pretty play regular. A guy that lives in minnesota yeah beard beard weird hat yeah yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna drink for this i hope you don't mind you're gonna what oh yeah go for it i don't give a shit hell yeah i I got i made i got something what is that there's a natural ice don't judge me i was wondering i was like there's no way you're about to be like that's a natural ice that's got to be some cool kind of like fucking thing that's badass as hell um i had a bottle of sailor jerry's i finished that the other day but you heard that um when i went up on that dude for being a piece of shit or whatever yeah, that dude on Spaces was a, was a fuckhead. Um, I, I, like, I get troll, but that's just, that's such an awkward level of troll. I don't think he's trolling. That's what's weird. I don't know. Yeah. He's you, a, he's a, right. He's been cool in every other space I've ever been in with him. And then that night I was just like, what? Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a weird one. I, I don't, I don't get going in with that kind of attitude. Or I guess maybe he just had an off day or maybe he was fucked up. A lot of those, I'm surprised about how many people are still spacing in the morning when I wake up to go to work. I've I've held spaces for hours. Like, I mean, started them at like eight at night and they're still going at like 10 the next morning. No shit. Yeah. People just kind of cycle in and out and like, it just stays steady sometimes. And I'm like, what does everybody do? Like, am <laughs> I, the, I thought I was the only one that didn't sleep, but I guess not. No. Yeah, well, I'll pass out. So, like, I, I've got, like, an 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock pass out. And then uh, if you catch me, I could be up at 11, I could be up at 1, but I'm up at some point, and most nights can't go back to bed. So that's why I'll hop in or hear something. or um, Yeah, that's uh, it's nice to have, though. Like, it's a little weird community of just people who are, like, you don't know what you're going to get into, but it's nice to just go and, like, kind of kind of semi-know people and just go talk shit. Yeah. It's something else. We uh we ha- we had one here for about a year, and <clears throat> it went away because like people got too close, and people started talking real shit, and like political things got into it. It's like ah, you fuckers ruined it. Yeah, it- that's where everything gets fucked up. Oh yeah, you, you gotta just you gotta stick to dicks. If I've learned anything about spaces, dicks can't go wrong. <laughs> yeah. Right. My grandma was right, I think, when she said there are two things you don't talk about with friends and family, and that's politics and religion. Yeah, for sure. Trump taught us that. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah so how did you guys get your weirdo spaces going? Uh, and then and then I want to get into the t-shirt company, and I want to get into um, a little more about you. Right. Um, so um, Meg was the one that originally started the weirdo space. Um, we started hashtagging it though, because there was another, like another person who would just start like a weirdo space. And I'm like, cause it would always, it was always just weirdos. Yeah. That's, that's all the, the title was. And then when the other person started doing it and I was like, Meg, I was like, have you seen this? I'm like, you're not, you're not the only weirdo space. And she's like, we can't have that. We're not doing it. And I'm like, I don't know. It's, I don't, what do we do? Like, we can't strong arm them for the word weirdos. That's stupid. Right. So, um, we started doing the hashtag weirdo space just so people would know the difference, which okay. is funny because the other person stopped doing weirdo spaces. Nice. Maybe you won. Now, all right. So, so I think, 
I was thinking about that in one of the questions I was going to ask you was, I'm pretty sure I've I've ran into your guys' space before. Um, yeah, I, I would think so, yeah. Is that how Wally found you? Huh? Is that how Wally found you? Because Wally is the one who kept sharing your guys' space to me. I'm not, see, okay, so that was later. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't really know how he found, how he found us. Unless yeah. it was through Felicity or... Well, he spent some time in New York, so that kind of makes me wonder if he just already followed one of you guys already. But uh, I don't even have like a significant. Although it's significant to me because before Spaces, I had seventeen followers on Twitter. Holy shit! And now I have fifteen hundred. Fuck yeah! In like just over a year, I think that's crazy. Because who the fuck wants to follow me? Apparently, 1,500 people do. You're a pretty interesting person, you know, and, and it, you're kind of, like, unapologetically not trying, which is, like, the best part about it, right? Well, I don't know. I don't know how to not be, like, a blunt, like, straightforward. I don't sugarcoat because I don't know how. Right. So, I yeah, I just say what comes to mind, and if they don't like it, that's a them problem because I'm just speaking. Yeah, for sure. And you're not and you're not throwing out a bunch of bullshit. Like it might not be like nice to hear, but it also is kind of like refreshing to hear. But also you have to be willing to be like not an asshole about it, you know? Yeah, it's when I try that I that I'm an asshole about it cuz like and that's bad because when I don't try, I'm still an asshole. <laughs> I didn't get the word cunt tattooed on me because I'm a nice person. That but <laughs> Hell yeah, hell yeah. All right, so so you guys started in spaces. Now uh, you guys said you guys started that about a year ago. Uh, Meg started them about a year ago. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. It came around in like March or April, maybe. Okay. Wow. So hell yeah. yeah, you and Felicity are friends. Felicity's been on the podcast. How did you guys meet each other? Um, through spaces. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, I think uh, she came into a space I was in, or I went into the game show space, which was weird yeah. i had no idea that existed at the time i'm just like who did this like who how long has this been here and it was only a few months yeah but um i don't know we just we just kind of clicked because we're both into astrology and like numerology and all that, all that shit. hell yeah witchcraft yeah. no spaces yeah. space when i try to tell people about spaces because they're like i was i was on one the other day at work and the guy was like who the fuck are you talking to and these are like 60 year old manual labors like it is not going to make sense to them no matter what i say um no <laughs> but it's such a cool little like awkward universe to be in i i i, ca I can't tell you how much i appreciate it because it is a fun place like i said just to be able to go and like you can just say your weird shit and thoughts and be like i'll never meet these fucking people in life if i quit going on twitter am i even what's it fucking matter you know except they kind of become part of your life that's what I'm saying. Like, it's nice. It's a nice, weird aspect. Like, I, I've met a few a few people on Spaces, like, in person. At least four or five now. Mm -hmm. I'm living with one. Like, I, I met the guy I'm with on on the weirdo space. That's badass. Yeah. I went to, like, baseball games with a couple of one. Like I said, we had a group going to Minnesota for about a year. Um, and, and we got together and stuff, and there were cool times. But um, that's fucking badass. You guys took that and evolved that quite a fucking bit. 
that's a yeah. that's, that's a hell of a commitment to start being friends with those people. But that's that's badass as fuck though, because it feels like it's kind of like that dating show where you're supposed to meet them before you see them. Um, yes, and, and then, uh, I watched that on Netflix. It's called uh, Love Is Blind. Yeah, that's a good yeah. one. I actually kind of like that one. There's also the is that the one where they have to be engaged? They they no, like they get they they're just they're they're like. They have a like psychiatrist or like all these people uh, do like personality tests and like they match them up based on on them, not mm-hmm. just like here's some people like pick one. Okay. So, uh, so you're just engaged and you you don't meet them until you're at the altar and That's you're getting crazy. married. That's fucking yeah. nuts. Not doing that. There's a, there's <laughs> no, a... the other one. The other ones the, they get engaged and then they meet. Yeah, they or they that's the one where like they kind of they sit in a room and then they get to pick and then when they finally have like a good connection they keep talking and then they oh, yeah I, any kind of that anything like that it, it's wild. I watch MTV all fucking day. Um uh, not MTV but MTV's the challenge. It runs on our house constantly. I should have it on in the background right now, but I don't. Um I know it's so cheesy, but I just love watching these dudes like make this like weird competition be like, This is like the Super Bowl. It's like it's not. But it's very fun to watch hot jack men get drunk the night before, pull a hamstring and or do some cool shit with like ladies in like tight tight wardrobe. Like it's the perfect like it's the perfect thirty year old show. Yeah. I mean I know, I'm thirty five now, so I'm I'm just over here like What's it like? True crime. <laughs> I'm all true crime most of the time Hell or yeah. you know it's one or the other there's no in between I was gonna say I guess dicks would be in between dicks are always in between dicks foreskin all, that's all the in between um well what's the equivalent uh so like men it's like you either get into grilling or world war ii facts uh like what do, what do women get when they get into like 35 is it true true crimes or cooking <laughs> I don't, I, like, aside from Love is Blind, like, I don't watch, I don't watch anything if it's not based on something that's happened. Like, so it's, if it's not a documentary, I don't care. Okay. Or, uh, like, a, like a, I want to learn. I don't want to watch things that are potentially things that could happen. I want to know what happened, how, how we can, like, move forward in a better manner in the future. Yeah. Have you seen that? I've never seen Black Mirror, but there's an episode where they can like predict crimes before they happen, and they start like even be- they start arresting people even before they've committed the crime, but for some reason they know like they're gonna do something. <sighs> Strange, right? What a weird fucking concept. Like that, that's disrupting uh, the natural order of things and the way they're supposed to go. Right. Right, but like it's weird what people will do in the name of safety, right? Like it's always like, oh, give up a lot of you shit. You were gonna kill somebody, but instead I put you here. So right, uh, you didn't kill that person. Yeah. But what if they were supposed to die? I think that's the whole movie. Uh, what's the one where they were curving bullets? Where they what? Remember the movie with Angelina Jolie, where the whole big thing of it was they could curve bullets around a room. Like, they would shoot a gun and the bullet would curve. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, it's like a movie about assassins. And this is going to sound... I'm like, also, severe ADHD, whichever one, I don't know. Uh, Whichever one means that I have, like, the attention span of a ferret on meth. Um, 
like if I'm not interested in it, I'm not gonna sit through it. Yeah, for, for sure. <laughs> no, this like I can't. Is, right. Everything else is so cool, though. What? Right. No, I feel you. Um, no, the, the move, I'll try to, I'll try to make it as cool as I can, but this guy's living in an office job with a bitch wife who's cheating on him or a bitch fiance. And, uh, he gets triggered from a league of an assassins that his dad is trying to kill him. And so he trains to be an assassin and he like picks it up pretty quick. He like realizes he has like all these kind of cool things he's never did. And he gets like this badass attitude or whatever. And then the league ends up kill, having him kill his dad huh. and then... And then the whole thing is they find out these people are how it all started was this fabric would give a code and it was like the universe sending a message through this fabric weaving fucking machine and it would give you your hit list. Um, and for some reason you didn't you, and it always worked. It was always good. And then people manipulated it for people who they wanted. And then this guy figured out pretty much the whole fucking thing was a sham at this point and. He was just being like groomed. It was, it was, I don't know. Pretty good movie. Pretty weird movie. Angelina Jolie's naked in it. Can you do? That's why. All right. And she's hot. And that was when she was like peak hot, right? Like she walks like out Tomb of. Raider. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Well, that's Tomb Raider. She's much hotter because she was, she was on the tail end of being hot, but still very milfy. With yeah. A, with a side of you could be younger, but who knows? But those lips are getting a little weird. I love that movie. Oh, I Tomb actually Raider. Saw yeah. Hell yeah. Never seen it, but I've seen Grandma's Boy, and I know it must be good if he's jerking off to Laura Croft on it. Oh, I watched Grandma's Boy once um, when I was high on two different mushrooms, like two different kinds of mushrooms. Ooh, do you know what kind? Um, one of them was Amazonian Cabenzies, and the other ones were... Shit. Oh, God. They're grown kind of locally in Washington. I can't think of them. Um, Cyanessence, that's it. Cyanessence. Okay. So we used to go pick those because tea. But um, I had gotten married, and uh, as a wedding gift, my hippie friends gave me um, mushrooms and mushroom truffles. And I assumed that the mushrooms that were outside of the truffles and the ones in the inside were the same. Okay. As and you I didn't even know, know till the next day that I was wrong. Uh, you were just wrong. like, damn, this thing kicked my ass. I couldn't walk downstairs. <laughs> it was hard. Of course not. And then around Christmas time, so when I did make it down the stairs to get outside because I needed to breathe, there were Christmas lights everywhere. Oh, and you're just getting hit. Absolutely not. And Grandma's Boy, I... I don't recommend watching that on any psychedelic anything. Don't. It was real weird. Yeah, when you get to the 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 guy they were buying weed from, and he's got you know the doctor, and they bought a lion, and fucking just just the wild just. They bought a lion. He's like, is that legal? No, don't tell anybody. And then he's like, we got the weed that'll make you think you're a deer. He's like, don't deer eat lion. He's like. Doctor, we gotta be careful. <laughs> Such a good fucking movie. What I've realized is if you can find the obscure uh, quote in the movie, it's so much better than just being like, oh yeah, stepbrothers. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, fuck you. Go find something original, you know? <sighs> I don't know. Sorry. Um, 
I started drinking too. I'm not gonna lie. New. <laughs> oh no! Isn't that how you do your podcast? Pretty much. I I have like a well. A fucking red solo cup in your hand. I do. I, I I like to. I would like to think I could like fake that it was the super chill. But I'll be honest with you. Uh, my girlfriend did have to run to the gas station for me to get Red Bull and ice. Because we we are poor and we don't have. Well, I don't know if it's poor if I can afford to keep my ice, but we don't have a refrigerator that has an ice maker. I wish I could keep making the money I was making in Washington, but like live comfortably in Nebraska. But we have very different minimum wages. Yes. <laughs> yes. Now, what what made the move to Nebraska? The boyfriend? I met a guy on Spaces. Fuck yeah, why not? You're 35, lady. I mean, like, I was just do. I'm, I was working through temp agencies for like a year, so like everything was really temporary where I was anyway. the The only thing that kept me there is, um, that's, I mean, it's where I was born and raised. Yeah, and that's always so, a big hurdle to move from. Um, but I had been talking to him since like March, and neither of us uh, wanted or expected this. Like, it just wasn't on on the radar. Wasn't it wasn't the plan. Okay. But it became the plan. It did. I don't know how or what like what happened, but here I am. Are you happy? <clears throat> Ooh. There's more snow here than I care <laughs> for. But um uh, yeah. I imagine uh weather aside, things could be worse. <laughs> There you go. I mean, I, we I, don't hate each other. We're still together. Right. So. That's all you can ask for in a relationship. Most people end up hating each other. So as long as you don't get to that point, I feel like relationships last. You know what I'm saying? Like you get to a point where you get comfortable with somebody. and It's like, can I really fucking make it with you? Like there has to be a real question. Even if you say you love them, you get years in and you go, is this is this capable of 40 fucking years? Like. It's like, that's, I think why I like the show Love is Blind is because like they get to know each other on like another level first, which is kind of like what we did. Like, I mean, we got to know what each other looked like. So that, yeah. that was a, you know, a plus, but at the same time, like, because we were so like dead set on not any kind of relationship, we realized that we connected on such a level that it was like. It's almost like it'd be fucked up if we didn't do this. Right. Because we're just so compatible. So crazy. You're uh, making a very compelling case for me and you to start a podcast about space relationships that are making it. I feel like we could we can make a podcast version of a Love is Blind. But with space. There you go. I'll have to work out the details because I'm not sure how. I'm terrible. But... I've got 130 episodes of me saying I need help and I refuse to bring anyone on because I can't go. I can't let go of control. But I need a direction. I need. I need something, or else it just goes to dicks and they're taking over the world. And I'm fucking. I'm drunk. It's like, oh no. I I need to have like a like a. You know. Yeah. I need to have. I need to be on a leash somewhere. <clears throat> But not a corporate one. <clears throat> like I'm gonna get comfy now. Put <laughs> um, my feet up. I was just gonna say. Uh, so if it cuts out, I'll just remake one and I'll send you another link. 
I don't know what'll happen when we hit 30 minutes. Because it does say I get a free 45. Ooh, 45. An extra 15. Wow. Fuck Zoom. Fuck Zoom. <clears throat> so anyways, so you're you're very happy um, in Nebraska. That's very nice. What's something besides the snow that you weren't expecting about Nebraska? I mean, I was expecting the snow. I was expecting, I don't know, um, exactly what it is. Just like another state in the Midwest that everybody forgets about. It is pretty crazy. <clears throat> when you get to that left, like the western side of Nebraska, you could find yourself going up a steep, like cliffy-looking hill, and then you're at plains that have just drop-offs. Yeah. Like, it's actually kind of fucking strange. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, but I'm in eastern Nebraska. There you go. Like, I'm basically in Iowa. Okay, well that's not bad. So you're you're kind of feeling the Minnesota life. You're only a state away. Well, like before this trip, I had been to 28 states, but I'd never been in Nebraska, so I hit 29. And if I just go a little bit further, then I can be I can be in 30 states, 30 states. Uh, but I don't just stay here in Nebraska because <laughs> fuck Iowa. <laughs> that's not bad. There's not there's not much there. No, no, there's like, it's worse. Um. <laughs> I got kicked out of a wedding. Oh, I I traveled for the wedding, and then my behavior got me uninvited to the wedding that I was there for. That was, that was maybe the most wild weekend of my 20s, though. Like, it was such a, like, such a 20s planned wedding. Like, it just, it was so bad, and I was just a wild out, like, I think I was only 20 years old, actually, so I shouldn't even, I shouldn't even have been drinking. Always the best part. But uh, if, if you can imagine how weird I am in space is imagine me 20 when I just realized how to start, like, blacking out. I don't remember blacking out. I haven't done that since I was 20. That's kind of it, right? Like, that's kind of the thing I go back to. Like, don't be that asshole again, you know? Ugh. But uh, anyway, so... Um, I'm at 29. So like I said, if we cut out, I'll just fucking, uh, remake one. I'll send another one to you. Um, but I do want to know more about the t-shirt business. I want to know, um, what your thoughts are on, I'm just kidding. I have no fucking idea. We're going to go from the t-shirt business and then fucking I'll, I'll think of something while we're talking. I know. Start trying to sell me apps now or some shit. Oh, okay. Well, no. <laughs> right, right at 30 minutes. Yeah, and the only option it gives you is okay. It's like, okay, I don't know what the fuck this is going to do. Um, so you do, so you have a uh, t-shirt business, uh, bonfire.com, yes? Yes. Um, and actually, that's where Felicity came in because um, I, I had told her about how I decided, I, like, I wanted to have fake band shirts. I didn't want to sell them necessarily. I just wanted to have them made. So that when people would be like, hey, you know, what's what's defund heaven? And I'd be like, <laughs> which is my favorite. I'll be like, you haven't heard of defund heaven? Like, and just go into a whole story about him. Like, oh, God, I think we already came up with one. It's like a. Um, a, a mm, Presbyterian uh, rock band from Elko, Nevada. <laughs> or something i don't know we made it all up hell yeah but um like selling the t-shirts was when like felicity started her own thing on bonfire and then 
for my episode of uh of the game show or whatever like the as a the co-host she came up with a boner jam shirt which was the fake music festival we came up with for all the fake bands that i want to have t-shirts for yeah i have like a list i have have several lists all over the place and different notebooks on my phone other notebooks uh written randomly on the back of old mail just band names like or like Names that sound like they could be a real band. Hell yeah. And it grew from there. Have you- uh, she said, give me a list of some fake bands. I have the shirt. I bought her shirt. I bought her shirt. Oh, hell yeah. That's the whole thing. There's uh, the Clapsher, Bones, Gertie and the Cavernous Pussy, Blended Gerbil, Deep on Heaven, Phil's Jeez. Taint, Daft Cunt, psych wards yeah i've got a whole bunch that's fucking awesome yeah so um september 31st which is not a real day just like these bands and that music festival is the day we decided that so boner jams is like every year now it's gonna be that's fucking sick you guys i was just thinking uh you guys do that ai thing where it tells you stories you should you well you should add it i I like that you guys uh for the bands that you make t-shirts of you should do like a like a story of that band through ai and then have the rest of you fuck have you two you have you two talk and just fucking laugh like i i would fucking enjoy the shit out of that i would enjoy the shit out of that because then you get a story behind each shirt that you can you can add in plus like i said you two are very funny together well, oh my God, somebody actually came into my space the other day and, and they were just sitting at the bottom listening for a while and then they took a mic and then they just kept listening for a while. And then he's just like, I just wanted you to know that you guys are hilarious. Hell yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I've got, that's not the first compliment that I've gotten like that. Cause a lot of times when I do spaces, they'll like somebody will just come in and they'll be like, this is the best space I think I've ever been in. Like, you're just so, you all just speak so naturally and like, well, yeah, we've been on spaces together for like a year. So, no, you yeah. You just start talking it's, shit. Yeah. It's just, it's just people that know each other that don't know each other. Uh, I guess it's a humor thing. There's a whole telegram group based on it. Like, it's bad. <laughs> oh, it's getting, it's getting real. It, and that's, that's the sick thing about it though, is it's like, uh. I had a whole thought, now I lost it, but uh, I, I keep thinking back to how sick it would be to be like, what would the AI do for a band like story? I keep, I keep, re- I keep going back to that, but I also then go, I don't trust that AI bullshit. I don't, I don't get that. Sending it your photo is not a good thing. I don't think. The story of Otter and Gaylord's um, marriage and divorce was probably the best thing that's come out of that AI. That was that was one of the funniest things. Hell yeah! I don't love funny things in spaces, though. That's somebody best. for Tori's birthday wrote a Bob's Burgers style story, but like, but like an erotic Bob's Burgers style story without the characters, just like in <laughs> written in the style of the show. Yeah, I have it. Like I have them send it to me. It's the funniest fucking story in the world. I love Bob's oh Burgers. My God. That's fucking great. Oh. <laughs> uh, we died laughing and it's it's actually better when read by somebody in the uk because the accent does it all like i should send it to craig and then have him read it oh craig would kill it oh my god craig would fucking kill it craig's a funny fuck 
Uh, he's going to be on this podcast. I, I would I would expect that, yeah. Yeah, I Is he just going to talk about buttholes or like? I mean, I, I I'm going to try to get to know him, but I, f- I feel like at the at, I love that it's only audio at this point because. I feel like that's the funniest podcast if it is just two an audio of two grown men each showing each other their asshole. Oh my god! And you can't see it, but only just me and him being like, "Nice man, I didn't know yours was like that." Like, Bobby, you're really tight. Like, what do you think if I trimmed it? I just want to trim it a little bit. I don't want it to be like like a newborn baby or anything, but like maybe just you know, uh, me- like I'm not big. When you get as much, like, I have a hairy ass, so, like, I tried it once in high school, done, because it just grows back worse. It's not like a, it's not like a little bit, like, I would say most chicks probably have just a little bit to deal with, and then it goes away. Mine's the whole thing, and it's just, I'm done. I, it's, I've dealt with it for 30 years, tried it once, I'm not doing it anymore. I mean, I think we should all just accept that that means that Bigfoot's real, and that he's, you know, oh. still spreading it. If you haven't combed through uh, my my Twitter yet, I mean, I'm a hairy fucking dude. I mean, it just, it's gross. And it's gotten worse. It's okay. There are women out there that, like, specifically go for that. So, it works. You, you, uh, they can start following me on Twitter. I'm, I'm close to hitting the threshold of having, uh, more followers than I am following. It's oh, man. I accidentally hit that. And I just keeps getting, like, to be a bigger gap. I forget to follow people back or whatever, and well, I don't know. Eventually, they'll come back, and I'll be like, "Oh yeah, you were cool," and then I'll follow. But hey, I don't, I don't usually remember that. You right. have to say something really fucking funny for me to just like be like, "Nope, that's it. I have to follow you." I I feel good. I feel I feel validated then that I got the follow right away. It was pretty quick. Yeah, well, I I feel like it was the age story that did it because I was. <laughs> This, oh my God. I don't even know. Like, I don't I even. From that anymore. That's not what. What year is it? Right. That got me. I do. Uh, I. I secretly want to be a comedian, but I've yet to ever fucking go do an open mic or anything. But I know the AIDS story will probably do pretty well. I don't know if you've ever done drugs, but like, there's no adrenaline like getting up on a stage with a microphone and having an audience with all these lights just in your face. Huh. That adrenaline rush is like nothing I'll, I've ever felt before, and I haven't felt it since. Yeah. I, but it terrifies me. Oh, I'm sure. So you did an open mic? Like, a, I mean, I... Like, yeah, I'm severely introverted, uh, probably because of trauma, but whatever. I don't like people. And so, um, yeah, like, oh, I loved it. But at the same time, like, I think about, like, because people have told me for years, they're like, you're so funny. Why don't you do stand up or what? You know, I'm like, well, because I'm going to be vain about this. I know how funny I could be. And like, what if I got famous? Right. And, and I would go and do shows and then people would want to talk to me afterwards. But I'm like, oh, no, mm-mm. no, I'm like the worst. I'd be the worst person. They're just, uh, I'm like the, what the, uh, Oh God, that one player for the Seahawks, um, Russell Lynch. Wilson. I'd be, Lynch. I'd be the Marshawn Lynch oh. of comedians. I'd just be like, I don't want to talk to anybody. But Marshawn, I'm just here to do comedy. But Marshawn Lynch is known as a bad motherfucker because he's such a cool character who doesn't give a fuck. 
you know i fucking when i heard why he didn't want to do those interviews i was like bitch i get it like he's just he just wants to play football he doesn't want all good don't mind me i'm just getting stoned no no yep. That's fucking awesome. Natural ice at fucking twelve fifty a day is probably the most solid move I've ever heard of. Oh, that's gone. All right. And you crushed it, I was gonna say. Um, I'm I know, I'm expecting you to take one hell of a nap later. But uh the nice thing I just took one hell of a nap for like a day. What's that? I just took one hell of a nap for like a like a day. like I was asleep all yesterday. And last night. That's sick. I woke up for a little bit and went in a space. And I was like, well, I'm going back to sleep. Yeah, I heard you in, in Meg's one. Absolutely. I was tired. I feel you. Spaces have this incredible ability to keep you awake while in them, and then you need to crash. Well, I did fall asleep in that one for a little bit, and then when I woke up, like, for some reason, it wasn't there. And I was like, oh, I thought it was over. It turns out it wasn't. Oh, really? My phone must have just been like, you're asleep. Now you don't need this. It is funny when people fall asleep on the space hosting it. It's funnier when they do it with their mic open. Yes, because you, you can either hear them snore, you kind of get a peep into what's going on. Yeah, we, we found out one guy had sleep apnea. Either way. Right. You know that snore. Oh, it was bad. I had sleep apnea, so I know that snore. <laughs> it was bad. Um, There's a little bit of like a reverb this time around. I wonder if it's like what's underneath the computer. I might, my sound might be bouncing off it a little bit. We were on, what God, right, right as we, ah, fucking A, we were getting into something that I was like getting excited for. I could feel it in my chest. Um, and then the fucking spit, it ended. God damn it. Uh, it's just like when you're saying something good in space and then all of a sudden it just fucking ends. It's like, damn, there goes like 45 minutes of momentum. Yeah, I like to do that. I'll just abruptly end a space, um, in the middle of whatever, just because. <laughs> or, um, yeah, soprano style. Or I'll be like, I'll be like, hey, did you hear about what TMZ got caught on video or whatever? And they'll be like, what? I'll be like, yeah, there's a famous actor that got caught peeing in a fucking in an alley. And they're like, what? Who was that? I'm like, it's and I end the space. Very nice. Have you yeah. ever have you ever uh, utilized? I often, when I do that, I often get messages where people are like, hell yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> I was get. Have you ever uh, utilized the my phone died, but you just quit it? Um. And then you have to lay low uh, on Twitter for a bit. But people know me to just like, just like rage quit my own space. <laughs> so, um, I don't use that anymore because people know that I probably just ended it because fuck that. <clears throat> right. I feel you. I I haven't hosted them um in a while. I like I said, I used to host. I used to host spaces, and it would be fun. But uh, I would also get trapped into, like, this clean scene that had certain people following them in the Twin Cities that were, like, actual personalities. So they would fucking get all weird about shit you were saying, and it's like, knock it off. Either get off the fucking space or don't join it, you know? I don't want to hear about Twins fucking baseball, you know? Like, I've had a fucking hell of a lot better time talking to weirdos on weirdo space than, uh, you know... For about four months. Was that? Well, I'm like, we got, we get into weird, weird shit there. But it's and not like, sports. I, I, remember, I remember earlier in weirdo spaces when people would come in like, oh yeah, weirdos, these are my people. And then they're just like, these aren't my people. <laughs> no. Like, oh, you thought you were weird. That's cute. Yeah. I could... <laughs> Tell us about your dick. And they're like, what? Yeah. 
right? The one there was in a and out. Um, every time, like if she had never spoken to you before, when you come into her space, she'd be like, okay, so how tall are you? And uh, what's your dick size? <laughs> like, and people would just be like, what? Yeah. No, because you just, why not? It, it leads to an interesting conversation, whether that's somebody, um, oh, were we talking about stand up? Oh, yeah. So, oh, oh, there we go. Okay, anyways. Um, oh, it was the adrenaline that you get in your chest. And I was about to tell you, okay, now I'm remembering. Woohoo, got it. That only <laughs> took five minutes, all right? I know, right? Um, no, uh, to get back on that, because I don't even remember what the fuck I was just about to say. Um, oh, my God, my fucking, my, I was away from a mic, God damn it. I hate, this mic is so touchy. It's nice to have one that's, like, not so picky-uppy. That was the worst right. way to say it, but not so. But like, so, so for context, um, I've shot up meth before and there's still nothing like the adrenaline rush that I get on a stage. Jesus. Yeah. It's a wildlife. Oh yeah. I've been playing. Hold on, you hold Most on. Most of them not great, but they led me here. So I, I mean, I can't argue with it if it led me here. So hell yeah, yeah, and you didn't hurt yourself. I mean, doesn't seem. Like I'm you alive, uh, barely, but I'm here, and so. Why yeah. not? Yeah, why not add it to your story? One good near death experience, and within within two years, I was clean and just doing some doing totally different things. It was nuts. Yeah. And now I have a fake shirt store for fake bands. Well, it's a real shirt store for fake bands. And my advertisement is always like, here's the name of a band. When somebody asks you about it, uh, tell them whatever you want. <laughs> They're whatever band you want them to be. That's pretty sick. Bulvarian Bul Bul polka rap. <laughs> I recently came out with a shirt. And it's uh, for a band called Dead Girls Can't Say No. And I've decided that um, they're like a they're like a eighties soft rock band or whatever, like Ario Speedwagon, but women. Fuck uh, yeah! But you know, you can do whatever you want with it. Who cares? Yeah, an Amish hard metal band where they only use trash cans and sheet metal. Or I want to do like a like a tour across country, but it stops at like on the back of the shirt. It'll have all the, like the dates and like, you know, the places, but it's all like small towns. Nobody's ever heard of. Like it would start with like Seattle, like big, but then everything in between would be like Gaylord, Elko, South Nevada. Dakota. Or, like, yeah. But it's something ridiculous. Just, um, Hell, Scott's Bluff, Nebraska, or whatever, like just the towns that nobody's ever heard of. Yeah. And, and then but the, the last date on the tour would be like Orlando. Okay. Hell yeah. yeah! One big city, one big city. Are these real places? Yeah. I'm trying to think of the camp I went to that was on Little Boy Road, but you should just add in like I feel like getting super descriptive to be like Camp Nelson or whatever, like Little Boy Road, Aiken, Minnesota, and just be like, "All right, that's that's enough for me." I didn't or, like um, that it was Little Boy Road. Trying to think like Midland, Michigan, or something. Cool. Okay, there you go. Um, hell yeah. There's a lot of small towns and a lot of random states. I don't know why. So, how many times did you do uh, open mic? Um, I did it three times. Okay. Uh, well, twice at twice at an open mic thing, and then um, my friend had like a show that he was doing, and he does like what the fuck is it? Um, 
ICP style rap. Okay. What is that? I forget that genre. I <laughs> I'm I have a hatchet man tattoo and I can't think of the fucking genre. <laughs> uh gorecore or whatever anyway yeah uh shit like that and he's like hey um i heard you've been doing stand-up comedy uh do you want to open for my show and so that's the third one but like one of the jokes i told there got a better response at tacoma comedy club than it did to a group of juggalos and it didn't feel right what was, was the joke really, uh the joke was my god this is i'm, I'm just gonna be canceled like out the gate okay so the joke was um i don't I don't understand why women get so uh, mad or like upset about rape. Um, that guy could have chosen anybody, <laughs> anybody on the street, but he chose you and you should feel special because of that. Oh my God. I'm going to go to hell for that. Have you ever th- <laughs> I was thinking you're going to, so I got a better reception on that joke at the Tacoma comedy club than I did to a group full of juggalos. And I'm like, I don't even, I don't even know where to go from there. I was like, okay. All right, you all are a bunch of jug of hoes. It was just like silence, and my friend goes, "Oh my god!" <laughs> Which um, that makes the story that much better, though, is to have somebody be like, "Jesus Christ!" I was like, "Oh." To okay. get to get shut down at a juggalo convention, damn! They have a song about ghost rape. No, well, it's a song still against it. Right, but I, I had a girl in college. She had a bunch of cuts up and like cut scars on her thighs and shit. She had a corroded angel wing and then a healthy angel wing on the other side. She was into ICP and she used to make me listen to them. Yeah, I loved, I loved their last, their last Joker's card or whatever the, the rape Shangri La. The, the very last song on that album was just fucking hysterical. What? What's the attraction to ICP? What the very last song? They're just like the whole time, like we're Christian, bro, and we're just trying to show you the right way, but in your words. And I'm like, bitch, that's the ultimate troll. Like we've just been leading you in the direction of Jesus. And I'm like, and that Shaggy, right? Huh? Is is it Shaggy who's in the ICP? The Shaggy Two Dope and Violent J. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. they were on an episode. But that of... song, it's oh. it's good, right? It's funny. Now, is it funny because you love the band, or is it funny just in general? It's just funny. Okay. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, any any kind of troll about Christianity or anything like that is. I don't think it was a troll though. I think they're like legitimately like we're just trying to like help you be a better person. And meanwhile, Juggalos are uh, on the FBI list of hybrid gangs, and I'm like, did a good job guys really wait really good way to represent the community horrorcore is the genre by the way there it is horrorcore horrorcore i gotcha horrorcore gorecore is good too though i prefer that but that's yeah gore whatever gorecore sounds like uh, a porno gorecore is just it's it's essentially horrorcore but bloodier like they're more descriptive about uh, murdering. It's really bad. Meanwhile, um, my genre choice for like the last two years has been ska. So I, you know, just depends on how I feel that day. Oh, okay. Sorry, I got a weird text. I uh, I wasn't expecting that. Um. So just now, just now, I realized that like it's interesting that you're in Minnesota. Because have you ever heard of the What If podcast? Um, who's in it? Um. Oh God, what is his name? Uh. I don't think they're like big personal. They're just two guys in like in Minneapolis. Uh, shit. 
they stopped doing the podcast. Um, like they they did a, a fair amount of episodes though, but they were based out of Minnesota, and I just remember like I loved that fucking podcast because it was just about you know like what if what if uh this happened instead of this or whatever. It's just a lot of different things. My favorite episode being uh the like what if you died. Um, okay. Or what if you had a near death experience or something? And it was just like, it's, it was the only thing that they had talked about that there isn't a what if, like, we're all going to die someday. <laughs> right. Which I I've, I've had the worst, like, anxiety about what? that. I've had the worst anxiety about that ever. About dying? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've, like, getting over it now as I get older, but it scares the fucking shit out of me. That's why I need to do a hero's dose of mushrooms. Oh, man. <clears throat> I think um, all the psychedelics I've done and um, and then going through the experience I went through in 2018 where I basically should have died, but uh, dumb luck and getting stopped by the cops, like, less than a week beforehand changed everything. <clears throat> Cause I never would have been wearing a helmet. That's insane. I should be dead, but that definitely like, it's a whole different outlook. And then on top of that, like since then, like friends of mine have died in, and they're shocking deaths and there's, it's so weird. And it makes that like, the only thing I'm worried about is how I'm going to die because of how I almost died. That could have been a, like potentially kind of embarrassing, but I mean, at least I wouldn't have been there, but <laughs> like, she didn't wear a helmet while riding a bike. Fucking idiot. Like, cool. Yeah, you're right. Right. So you wore a helmet and that saved your life? <laughs> a helmet saved my life. Like, a piece of plastic with styrofoam inside of it saved my life. Wh what was the accident? Turns out those helmets, those helmets don't look like they do much. They do. They do a lot. Uh, do you want to go through your accident? Uh, I was riding, like, a, just a street bike or something. A road bike, I guess. I don't know. Um, it was my best friend's birthday, September 4th, 2018. That's the only reason I remember it probably because I was on my way to get her red velvet cupcakes because that's her favorite and she had to work and that sucked. I was going to show up at her work with these red velvet cupcakes. Um, but I was going down a hill, uh, that I needed to make like a right turn at the bottom of, cause you could only go right any other way is just concrete because it was right next to the I-5 freeway. Um, my brakes went out, and it, I was going too fast to be able to stop Damn. or be able to turn properly. I tried to, but no. Um, I did turn that way after I jumped the curb, and I turned, and like I'm coming, I'm coming up on this concrete wall, and the last thing I remember was, well, this is happening. Which is comedic in itself, really. But then I woke up to an ambulance. I don't know how, how long I was knocked out for. It was my first concussion and the first time I've ever been knocked out cold. Damn. Uh, but my left handlebar was bent all the way up. Ooh. Both my tires were popped. My chain was broken. Uh, like, And there were eight cracks on the left side on the inside of my helmet in the styrofoam. Eight different cracks. Um, which tells me that if I hadn't been wearing a helmet, I would have been dead on impact. Like the left side of my skull would have been fucking crushed. Yeah. Uh. But I, I was stopped less than a week beforehand on that bike, not wearing a helmet. 
in the city of Tacoma, where I'm from, it's it's illegal to wear to not wear a helmet uh, on any bike at any age for any reason anywhere for any reason whatever. Fuck you have to wear a helmet. And I had a warrant. And that cop was like, if I see you on this bike without a helmet again, I'm not going to write you a ticket, but I'm going to take you to jail on this warrant. So he didn't even take me to jail and he could have. Damn. That also, you know, would have been, it wouldn't have been the same experience for sure. But I went and got a helmet. Fuck yeah. I hadn't worn one in 20 years. My mom couldn't make me wear a helmet. That cop did. Jesus. Well, did the the fact that you have a felony kind of mess it up? No. No, just the cop, huh? Um, it wasn't a felony warrant. No. It was just like a misdemeanor for like trespassing or something because I was on drugs. I don't know what the fuck I was doing. <laughs> doing whatever I wanted, I guess. Uh, can I be honest? I think that's probably why I like your personality is that it is people who used to be on drugs because those are the people who are like more real because it's like, yeah, I've been fucked up. Why do I want to bullshit? I bullshitted when I was fucked up. Yeah, there's like, yeah, I wasted enough time. Uh, I, I don't, I don't have as much to waste now. I'm sure, and so here we are. I didn't get the cunt tattoo, like the tattoo of the word cunt. I didn't get that until I was three months sober. Now, why'd you? So get I didn't it? even have that when I was fucked up. Like that was like an afterthought. And, w- and what? And uh, <laughs> what made you want to get it? Um, people always say they want to hear the truth. Just be honest with me until they hear something about themselves they don't like. Then I'm a cunt. I think the truth's a cunt. Um, but also, like, I think we put too much on words. Um, I think that, we're, I mean, words are made up. We made them up. So they don't mean anything. A word is only as powerful as you allow it to be. And so I took it back. Jeez, yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. You don't like there's, that. F- there's nothing quite like being called a cunt and then being like, "I don't have the tattoo for nothing." To watch somebody's face go from, "Well, what? Wait, I'm sorry. I was just really mad." But what did you say to me? Right. You just took away yeah. like four percent of my ammo. Cool. Yeah, I don't know because I like to learn. Damn, that's fucking wild. What do you attribute to? getting clean like what made you like stop like was it the near-death experience i think it was partially that i think it was like i i literally had the sense knocked into me almost because like i said i i've shot up meth but whatever like i quit doing it that way two weeks after that accident i just woke up and was like i don't want to shoot up anymore and and for the rest of my time using meth, I didn't shoot up anymore. Which is, I guess. It was, like, it was a weird gradual thing. Yeah. But, like, that accident also, I ended up getting hooked on heroin because, I mean, what else do you do when you're in pain? Because, heroin oh, is, God. Heroin is just, uh, what's the, what are they, morphine. It's, it's literally morphine. It breaks down chemically the same. Yeah, and this was just before the fentanyl thing started. So, yeah. like, it wasn't, like, as I mean, it was dangerous, but it was dangerous to be shot up here when I didn't do that. But um, it wasn't as da- you could smoke it now and die because of the fentanyl. And that's fucking horrifying. I think that was another factor is like when I went to do something, I was I went to the needle exchange because they did other things besides just exchange needles. They gave out like products and shit like that, whatever. 
Yeah. So I was there for something and they're like, do you want a fentanyl testing kit? And I was like, no, thanks. I don't do heroin. And they're like, no, they have instructions to check your meth now. And I was like, <laughs> really? That's a, that's a real thing for what, what are you mixing that in there for? And I don't even know, but I got it. And I got the, the Narcan too, because Apparently, you can find fentanyl and meth, and I, I wasn't on it long after that. Yeah, uh, that's a scary thing, especially when we start it, hearing about it people dying. About a year and a half. It was about a year and a half between the accident and actually getting clean, but it was a gradual process anyway. I quit heroin first, and then three months afterwards. So, like, February 19th will be my three years off of meth, and just like, yeah, Damn. I only smoke weed and drink. And you haven't had a problem or like, do you think about it at all? Or I even quit smoking cigarettes. Nice. Um, like, I don't know. I, I didn't smoke as many cigarettes last year as I did the year before. I'll go with that. <laughs> um, but I haven't, I haven't smoked as many cigarettes this year either. It's my yeah. dad joke for the day. Cause it's like the fifth or something. Right. That's all yeah. right. I, I mean, that's all right. Fuck yeah. Um, God damn, that's uh, that's crazy to to you know like I, I told you my uncle joke about doing meth and how that kind of led him down a path of somehow getting AIDS. Um, that's crazy to have told that story without knowing your background and not you know some people take that shit offensively and be like don't joke about it. It's like also well, like that's why when you said it though I was like was he not getting clean needles like all I was thinking was like there's ways to avoid that I know. Well, talking to you though. <laughs> Uh, and I've I've met people, and people look at me strange when I say this, but I go, there's, like, meth you come back from, and there's meth that's, like, you're fucking gone. And my uncle was on the gone, so immediately I thought... Yeah, that's a story. What's that? That's a true story. Like, he probably did lithium when it was still a thing, and so... He was burnt. I, mean, I did lithium, and I wasn't sure if I was going to come back one time. Like, it was really... And I was, like, 17. Ooh. Yeah. No, he 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 was on roids, and then uh, the roids I always think kind of lead to a bigger addiction later at times. And um, yeah, when, when like I said, he never was cognitively the same. He would just fucking you know, he he was like it was like a little leftover of the meth always. I still feel like that when I get anxious. I'll be like, Did you hear that? <laughs> But, I mean, I get that way, too. There's times where I think I need to drink water, and I start being like, oh. I know I'm severely dehydrated, and I start getting worried about shit. Yeah, no. Uh, I've had heat exhaustion, so I get that. Fuck yeah. It's terrible. I did it at a football summer camp. <laughs> I got it working last summer. What were you doing? It was a hot-ass warehouse, though. Uh, breaking down these like big, tall uh, shelving units because they were getting the floors redone. It was hot as fucking. Oh my god. Mm. Ish. But yeah, I totally. I tried to stay hydrated too, and it just wasn't happening. Right. I uh, sandblasted for nine months, and we. I, I had fresh air that would pump into my helmet and it would eventually go to my chest so I would get cool air. So it calmed me it cooled me down enough, but 
just as many days I had to be without, you know, no AC, the whole building's 100 degrees, and you're, you know, dealing with dust and shit, so your your pores are clogged, and it's just, ugh, you know, I'm a painter too, so we're in houses without AC or air, so. Oh, yeah. oh that's awful. Oh, it's fucking terrible. Um, well, I'm about to get kicked off again here, uh, but I don't want to end it where I, uh, where I feel like we just ended it with you having, uh, you know, your bad experience. What about- I mean, it wasn't bad though. No. That, that changed my life for the better for sure. I guess not it bad. It literally knocked sense into me. Not bad experience. I didn't mean that. I meant, I don't want it to seem like that's the last thing we talked about. So in, in sobriety. What uh, what do you miss most about about your old self? But what are you happy that you corrected? I miss um being able to just be aloof. <laughs> yeah. To just like to just not care about anything. Uh, to not be worried about anything. But I mean. Yeah, I guess you have to grow up sometime. So here I am. I made it several years late, but I made it. <laughs> right. And you feel- I used I used nets from uh, sixteen to thirty two, so literally half my life when I quit. Holy shit. So yeah, it was a lot of like um having to face uh reality, um uh, find out what the n- different feelings are because there's there's more than just five there's other ones there's learning how to identify those things and like why I feel that way like it's just it's been a lot but I again I like to learn things so it's been an experience for sure hell yeah and I want to make sure I relay that too before we end this podcast is like I found you very interesting because you're very real you're very easy to talk to because you seem like you have experience. I think I think that's a very like good thing to have as you move through life is is knowing different parts of society. You know what I'm saying? And uh I I respect you for it cuz you don't you're not crazy. You're not like you're like you seem like such a respectable person to 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 represent like yo you can you can sound, you know, you can look better, feel better, whatever you want. Like you sound you sound like a very confident person and usually people in your situations aren't, you know what I'm saying? So it's like very good on you to just have that, like, like be vulnerable, but also understand like where your strong points are and you stick to them. That's fucking sick. Yeah. Well, uh, that's because I'm an empath, but that's a whole different podcast episode. (laughs) I look forward to it. Hell yeah. You're more than welcome back on this fucking podcast again. I would love to have you back on. Maybe. Maybe. Right on. That's all right. Hey. I'm like, I'm busy. I'm not busy, but whatever. Carly, thank you very much for coming on my podcast. I know uh, you were like, I'll try to be funny. You were fucking great. I loved it. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah, that was like fake fan shirts or whatever. I don't know. Bonfire backslash shirt or store backslash local distraction shirts. There we go. There you go. Fuck yeah. I'll plug <laughs> I remember- into that. Okay, kind of. Come see Defund Heaven at Boner Jams 2023, uh, September 31st again. I've got I've got like two minutes um before it kicks me. What I'm trying to think, get, I'm I'm trying to think of a band name that I could add to your to your uh your mythological um 
uh, festival. <sighs> um, I mean, uh, I've got racist Greg. Uh, well, if, if, if you, I mean, you can come up with anything, really, if it sounds like it could be a legitimate band name, it could be a t-shirt today. Um, I'm going to go transcock seven twenty nine. Actually, that sounds like it'd be an actual band. If you send that to me in a DM, uh, that way I'll remember like the spelling. <laughs> I'll, 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 it's getting with like a the numbers. I already forgot the numbers. So trans, I think it was cran, transcock seven twenty nine. Yeah, transcock seven twenty nine. I'll, yeah, <laughs> for sure. I'm, uh, well, we have this podcast. Don't worry, this podcast is gonna. It's gonna immortalize. Okay, I'll still forget it. It's gonna immortalize. I'll be like, where do I go? It's gonna immortalize TC two seven nine. It's already got oh a nickname. God. That's All awesome, right. Carly. Thank you very much for coming on the podcast. I'll see you in spaces. I am sure. <laughs> oh, you will.